Good morning and welcome back to Daily Devotions. Uh, my name is Dean and I'm on team here at Father's House Church. Uh, and this morning, uh, from Sunday, we find ourselves in part one of a brand new series called Nothing Ventured and Nothing Gained, uh, where Pastor George is leading us through what it means to be wise in the world, uh, this idea of wisdom. Pastor George had a few um, comparisons between this idea of wisdom and this idea of knowledge. Uh, good morning, Sida, uh, from George also. Uh, I hope that you guys are well out there. Um, and he had this uh, comparison between uh, a fruit salad uh, and a tomato. Now, we know that scientifically a tomato is a fruit, but we know that with a little bit of wisdom, we also know that we're not going to put it in our fruit salad with our strawberries, apples, and bananas. Um, knowledge is having a look at the load shedding schedule. Uh, but if we apply a little bit of wisdom, in other words, the information that we have gathered to our daily lives, we'll charge a laptop and we'll charge a, 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 the batteries for our, um, for our torches and we'll ensure that we have uh, candles um, in the right places so that as soon as the lights go out, uh, we're set up in a home uh, where we know where things are. So knowledge is having a look at the schedule. Wisdom, on the other hand, says, I'm going to light a few candles, light, uh, charge a few batteries, make sure my laptop's charged so that if I wanted to watch a series, I could do that when the power's out. Wisdom is applying that information to our daily lives. Pastor George shared a, a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful passage uh, out of Colossians 3, verse 16, if you would like to find that now. Colossians 3, verse 16, and it says this, Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom, through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. With gratitude in your hearts, we would sing these songs. And so singing is something that's really, really close to my heart and has been something that I've done just about most of my life. I have a little bit of a guitar and so strum every once in a while. Uh, but there is a beautiful, beautiful image here of what it means for us to sing to one another with all of this wisdom through psalms and hymns and singing. I have a question for each of us this morning. What does your image of God look like? And I wonder this morning, does your image of God or does your idea of God or does your God sing songs? Now, we uh, uh, in our house, uh, Elizabeth is uh, turning two in December. Um, and for any of us who have been around kids or, or any of us who have been around little babies, uh, we'll know that somewhere along the journey, uh, the mom will need to sing a song. Whether the baby's crying or the baby's quickly needs to do a nappy or uh, the baby's eating, uh, you know that eventually a little song comes out. Now, especially when baby's crying, mom begins to sing over the child. In Zephaniah 3.17 is um, one of my most favorite, favorite verses in the entire Bible and paints a really beautiful image for me of who our God is. 
And Zephaniah 3.17 says this, The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He takes great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. Does your idea of God include a God who sings over you, rejoices over you with singing? Zephaniah 3.17 paints a picture of a God who rejoices over each of us. And beautifully this morning, I, I believe we can connect Zephaniah 3.17 and Colossians 3.16 for what it means for us to live with wisdom in the world. What song do you hear God singing over you this morning? My prayer is that this morning we would hear a new song being sung over us. This idea that the Lord your God is with you, a mighty warrior who saves, takes great delight in you, no longer rebukes you and rejoices over you with singing. I've met so many people who have the, an image of God in their minds that is so, so contrary to what I just read in Zephaniah. I've got friends and, dare I say it, family who have this idea of God being angry all the time. An angry white dude with a long beard sitting on a cloud just waiting for us to make a mistake. An angry God who is vengeful and wants to uh, constantly shout at us. But Zephaniah this morning paints a picture which is different. So my prayer for each one of us this morning is that we would hear this new song being sung over us this morning. And my prayer is also that we would go out into the world, like Colossians 3.16 says, and let that message of Christ dwell in each one of us richly as we teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit that we would go out into the world singing that same song over our friends, over our family members, over our work colleagues. We don't have to, we don't have to make it weird by literally breaking into a song, we, although maybe we should. For each one of us this morning, that's my prayer, that we would take a moment now and we would hear God singing over us, rejoicing over us with songs, and that we would go out into this day singing that same song to the people that we encounter here and now today. Let's pray together. Father God, we thank you that you sing over us. Would we take a moment now to hear that song? Would you soften our hearts and open our ears to hear you taking delight in us? Rejoicing over us with songs. And as we go out into this day, may we remember that you are always with us and that you never leave us and you never forsake us. And we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen.